You know that racing game that like the the like the, 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 the big arcade game. racing games they have there. Like the cards. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. We did that here in the studio. Um, yeah. Uh, it well, it was on it was the on Switch, it was on the Switch, but still. Oh. And it was it was it was basically it was it was Joe and I versus those two to see which buzz is superior. Did you guys beat? Them? Of course. Of course we did. How dare you doubt us? Because no Monday Buzz is not old. Monday Buzz knows how to get the job done. Mm -hmm. And you know, there's a quote that goes, if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it'll spend its whole life believing it's stupid. (laughs) In other words, some people have a different skill set or are better at some things than others, if you will. So just because you won one racing game doesn't mean you know how to run a better news show. Welcome to the Tuesday Morning Buzz. I am your host, Kyle Pepitone, joined here with my co-host, Jacob Getz, our newscaster, Aiden Ivers, our sportscaster, Tanner Price, and our segment host, Emily McCormack. How are you all doing this morning? I'm doing fantastic, Kyle. That's awesome to hear. I've been better. I've. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. I'm going to... Monday buzz. No words. No words. Rematch. I, I don't a bad know. idea, but oh I don't know. We can do. We can do news. Video games are not our strong suit. Exactly. I gave you the tunes, yeah. not the the racing unicorns. How how do you how do you judge one uh buzz based on just two people in it? What if one of us oh, is good true. at a racing? That's game? true. What if they just had a bad sample for racing? Put me good at other things. Put me against anyone on Mario Kart Wii. Yeah, let's go. Actually, well, to be continued. Yes, that is topic for another talk. It is the morning buzz. This is the first day of February 2022. You know who everyone is. We have a show for you. We've got updates about Ukraine and Russia, some unfortunate news about bridge, a bridge collapsing, and uh, some really awful people uh, who like to play in the snow. With that being said, before we get to any of that, we have Aiden Ivers here with our newscast. Aiden, take it away. Thank you, Kyle, and good morning, everybody. My name is Aiden Ivers, coming at you live from 90.3 WMSC Upper Montclair, New Jersey. In national news, a federal judge rejects the plea in Travis McMichael court case. A plea agreement has been rejected in the court case involving Travis McMichael, which ultimately would have led to, quote, a supervised release from federal prison. In statewide news, 1,987 COVID cases have been reported across New Jersey with 22 new COVID deaths. But the, the state's seven-day confirmed case average has gone down 42%. And in local news, a Passaic firefighter ran through the fire to rescue a woman from building. Lieutenant Joe Ivanaki saved a 65-year-old woman from a burning Passaic building. And after she was rescued, he went back in to rescue more people. Four others were sent to the hospital along with the woman. And for the weather, today is a little chilly with a mildly cloudy sky and a high of 33 and a low of 25. Tomorrow is Wednesday, and we are breaking the chilly habit with a high of 42 and a low of 35 with cloudy skies. And Thursday, same deal, high of 43 and a low of 37 with potentially light rain. And then Friday, we're looking at a high of 40, low of 16 with a mix of rain and snow. And this weekend, we go back to the drawing board with a high of 28 and a low of 10 degrees on Saturday and a high of 33 and a low of 24 on Sunday. Almost, almost. You know, this weekend, uh, I believe it was Saturday, 
the weather said whatever temperature it was. And then it said the felt like was negative one. At that point, I'm like, okay, nothing could be, everything is better than that, right? There's no way, like anything I experienced that's higher than negative one should be tolerable. This has to be rock bottom. I was wrong. Oh. <laughs> it's still brutal out there. I don't like it. I like staying in here where it's warm. But thank you, Aiden, and throwing it over to Tanner for sports. The big game is set. The Rams and Bengals will meet in roughly two weeks to decide who is this year's champion. But first, both teams had updates about their tight ends. Bengals tight end CJ Uzama suffered an MCL sprain in the conference championship Sunday. The initial diagnosis is encouraging, and there's a chance he will play. Rams tight end Tyler Higby suffered a similar MCL sprain as well. And just like Uzama has a chance to play as well, has a chance to play. A possible Eastern Conference final matchup takes place tonight at the world's most famous arena. The Atlantic Division leading Florida Panthers travel to Madison Square Garden to take on the Rangers at 7 p.m. The two teams have split the season series in which the home team has won each a game. The Rangers are home tonight, of course. The Devils beat oh, the Devils lost to the Toronto Maple Leafs by a score of six to four. The two teams will meet again tonight as, as the part of the second half part second half as part of as the second half of a home and home. The MLB and MLB Players Association will meet again today to discuss the new collective bargaining agreement. Fans are starting to get worried as spring training will start soon. LA Angels two A player Shohei Otani was selected as the cover athlete for MLB the show twenty two. The game's release date is set for April 5th, 2022. A possible NBA Finals matchup will take place tonight. The Nets traveled Phoenix to square off against the Suns, and the Knicks defeated the Sacramento Kings 116-96 to and improved to 24-27. and Awesome. Thank you. And moving on into our top story today, last week we brought you updates about the Russia, Ukraine, also U.S. issue where they're like, you know, guarding Ukraine yeah, so Russia doesn't invade. But then Russia's like, no, it's actually the U.S. who wants to invade. It's a whole yeah, big. It's the new, uh, it's the show, the, the story of the week. Exactly. And we have updates right here as Russia has accused the West of whipping up tensions over Ukraine. They also added that the U.S. has brought pure Nazis in power to Kiev. This all occurred at the UN Sec Security Council meeting that was held to discuss Moscow's troop buildup near its southern neighbor, Ukraine. U.S. Ambassador Linda Thomas-Greenfield shot back that Russia's growing military force of more than 100,000 troops along Ukraine's borders was, quote, the largest mobilization in Europe in decades, end quote. She continued to say that there has been a spike in cyber attacks and Russia dis Russian disinformation, as well during this time period. Greenfield also added, quote, and they are attempting without any factual basis to paint Ukraine and Western countries as the aggressors to fabricate a pretext for attack, end quote. It should be noted that Russia's UN ambassador, Vasily Nabenzia, left the UN Security Council before the addresses by Ukraine's ambassador, Sigji Kislitsa, and hours later, the Russian government sent a written response to U.S. proposal aimed at de-escalating the Ukraine crisis. 
A State Department official declined the, to offer details of the response, saying it, quote, would be unproductive to negotiate in public, end quote, and they would leave it up to Russia to discuss their counterproposal. Sounds like a big old um, scenario of he said, she said. Yeah, no, it's kind of funny. We talked about this last week, and basically nothing's changed except the tensions are higher. Yeah. Um, and it seems, unfortunately, like there's really no other direction it can go. It's, everyone's digging in their heels and saying, nope, it's you're the aggressor. And I guess that's how these things always go to an extent. But um, I, I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea where it's going to, uh, how it's going to culminate. Yeah. Um, what's going to happen. Because, um, because yeah. the thing is, it's not like there's any disbelief on either side it is entirely within possibility that each country is like oh they're saying they're going to do this so we should put troops here just in case when they really mean we want to want we want it for ourselves that could go for either way yeah and it's hard because like honestly like both both sides have engaged in this sort of behavior before exactly really nothing like like i don't know like russia like saying like i'm not really sure if what they said about um uh the u.s bringing pure like quote pure nazis and quote to power in um kiev I, yeah. I don't know if that's true i don't know who's in charge in kiev but i definitely know that uh things like that have happened before right exactly. um and it's um but yeah it's it's really hard to tell like if they're just using that um just for the thing but yeah yeah it's it's just gonna kind of keep moving until i don't know i hope some sort of agreements reach but. Yeah. yeah i mean this final thing a state department official declined the offer declined to offer details of their response saying it would be unproductive to negotiate in public that doesn't sound like they're looking to negotiate but i could be reading that wrong yeah doesn't that mean they're gonna negotiate in private if it's not going to be yeah that's the implication yeah but... that's that's what i assumed yeah so maybe maybe we'll hear more about this next week and it'll be better news yeah. rather than russia and the u.s are blaming each other like little children yeah yeah Hopefully. anyway jake this does have a very uh kid-like vibe to it yeah but moving on no yes. more uh geopolitics um updates following the tragic bridge collapse According to the Pennsylvania De Department of Transportation, the bridge that collapsed in Pittsburgh last week showed signs of deterioration during a September inspection. Somehow, the deterioration was not bad enough to require its closure. The agency will not release the full inspection report. As with previous inspections, the September 29th examination rated the steel K-frame bridge at four on a scale of zero to nine, which is deemed a poor rating. PennDOT spokesperson Alexis Campbell added, quote, the bridge's design relies on the quality of frame elements alone without any backup support. And reports show deterioration that did not warrant closure, but supported the imposition of a, poted, of a posted weight limit to restrict the weight loans. The bridge was built five decades ago, and there are five more bridges with a similar design. The reason for the collapse remains unclear. 
City officials said 10 people, including some first responders, were evaluated and treated for minor injuries, and three people were taken to local hospitals with injuries that were not life-threatening. The collapse ruptured gas lines that ran along through the that ran along the bridge, causing a large gas leak and the subsequent evacuation of several families from their homes. How do you, okay, number one thing. So we read, if you recall, uh, I believe it was either last semester or over the summer, the building collapse in Florida. Yes. Where mm -hmm. they basically said, yeah, this thing was in bad condition, but we just didn't do anything about it. And uh, here you have history repeating itself. They're like, yeah, this thing's a four out of nine. It's fine. I don't yeah. understand. It'll work. I don't think, how. I don't know how you look at something like a bridge that a lot of people drive over and it's, see that there might be deterioration. Exactly. You rated it, you rated it a four. And you say, all right, we're going to let people <laughs> drive on this. That is the, less than you could, half. You could take time and do construction so people don't get injured yeah i'm sure if i'm sure if the people knew that the bridge was deteriorating they would be okay with the traffic yeah so they don't so this doesn't happen look five years of construction is a lot better than several months in the hospital <laughs> yeah that's yeah that's the issue i feel like I don't know. No one wants to do anything until it's like too late. Yeah, that's <laughs> that that might be the issue that defines uh this generation and possibly humanity. Um yeah. because like I don't know, that that is so widely applicable where it's like you don't take action until it's like like I don't know, it's already too late. Ugh. I don't get it. It's Sounds like human stupidity to me, but uh, I don't know. Or maybe the incentives of capital. They should, <laughs> the yeah. five other bridges who, uh, sh they should get start started working on them this second. Oh, if they yeah. don't, that is yeah. if they concerning. But I also, I also, the one thing that popped out to me was that the agency is not releasing the report. So, so maybe it wasn't a four. <laughs> Do you not, think it's mm, lower? It could if they're not releasing it. I don't know if they why say why a, would they not release it? I don't know. I don't if know it, if I'd say it's a that they're straight up lying about it being a four and like a four is pretty bad. Like I wouldn't say that that's untrue, but it's possible that there is other information that would be either like further incriminating. Oh well, yeah, the the report probably just says, oh yeah, the entire support system was missing, and we just said okay. <laughs> I mean, I would be interested in seeing what constitutes a four. Like, clearly, if if a four, mm -hmm. they look at that and they're like, oh, that's okay. Clearly, they need to change how they inspect something like this. Yeah. Because, well, you know, other bridges could be a four and I could say, oh, that's fine. And then something like this happens. They need to adapt considering what just happened. Right. Yeah. And I think um, some good news come out of this is I think Governor Kathy Hochul said there's a bridge that connects, that's connected to New York, I think in like around Perth Amboy that's like really really needs renovation and she said that's happening you know it's gonna be like a few million dollars but it's worth it you know so to, this yeah. doesn't repeat itself again in the tri-state area you know but I, I will guarantee this is not the last time we're gonna hear a story like this but in the meantime we're going to head to a short break and when we come back we have some more news for you here on the morning buzz 
stay tuned. Jake, would you like to take away our top story today? Uh, the top story? Um, not the top, top story, not the top of the yes. show story, the top of this hour specifically. Okay, um, so the headline, I don't know if this is this the actual, I guess it's the New York Post, so they wouldn't be uh, above having a headline like this. But the headline goes, Whoopi said what? I can almost guarantee you that's probably not the headline. I, I, I'll I double actually, check on that. Oh, yeah, no. The actual headline is Whoopi Goldberg slammed after saying the Holocaust was, quote, not about race, end quote. Co-host Whoopi Goldberg caused absolute madness on ABC's The View yesterday. On the show, she insisted that the Holocaust was not about race. While discussing a Tennessee school district district's recent ban of the Pulitzer Prize winning graphic novel Mouse about a Holocaust survivor, Goldberg argued that the genocide was broader than a race-based injustice. The Holocaust isn't about race. No, it's not about race. She repeatedly said that statement. It's about man's inhumanity to man. Other View co-hosts were quick to disagree. Well, it's about white supremacy, quote, well, it's about white supremacy. That's what it's about, end quote, interrupted political strategist Anna DeVario. Quote, it's about going after Jews and gypsies, end quote. Uh, and then Whoopi. Yeah, yeah and then with. Goldberg uh, argued, but these are two groups of white people. You're missing the point. The minute you turn it into race, it goes down this alley. Let's talk about it for what it is. It's how people treat each other. It's a problem. It doesn't matter if you're black or white because black, white, Jews, Italians, everybody eats each other, uh, end quote. Following these statements, the online world was shocked. They were destroying her online, questioning how she could even say something like that. Okay, now I throw out this question. Was it not about both? Um, okay, so- Isn't like part of race, like a big thing, like the big problem of it is like man's inhumanity to man. Yeah, I mean, to it, yeah, it but also like just like this is just so stupid. It's so dumb. Well, it's such too. a dumb yeah. thing to say. Why? Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I feel like I don't know. Talking about yeah. race is just really hard for people and it makes them uncomfortable. So they just want to be like, they just want to take it out of the equation with anything. And it's just like, I don't know. That's harmful. You know, saying that the Holocaust was not about race well. is very like. It, well, first of all, it's untrue. Right. It was 100% about race. Um, that's, that's what, like, I don't know. And understanding it, why it happened, because that's, you know, the big reason why we talk about, like, you know, Holocaust remembrance. So right. preventing it from happening, from having it happen again. If you want to understand why the Holocaust happened, you need to understand the racial dimension of it. You need to understand right. that people wanted an ethno state where only one type of person existed and every other type of person was exterminated. That's why that happened. And um, yes, it is true that uh, the Jewish people and gypsies weren't the only people persecuted during World War II, but that doesn't dismiss the fact. Mm -hmm. Like there were other people, like those who tried to help them who were coupled in with it, but that just doesn't make it broader. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's just such an odd thing to say. Um, I'm like really trying to figure out how to contribute because I'm just like really confused by it. Like, why was this even a what? a topic that she yeah. continued? Like, she made a comment and then someone was like, mm, maybe perhaps not. 
and then kept going with it and it's like mm, let's just stop <laughs> like this is obviously a very heavy topic for a lot of people and yeah. it's just like i don't i didn't know that was up for debate you know i don't it really I, isn't it's just like, like a celebrity saying things look, you know i don't know whoopi either personally or just well at <laughs> all but why yeah it's like yeah. yes yes there are a lot of celebrities out there it's just like i'm gonna start a fire today let me just say uh this yeah i don't know if whoopi has a history of being one of those people but i feel like part of the reason is just like let me just start controversy for because why not i mean what's kind of surprising for me is i don't know her that well but i didn't expect it i don't i don't yeah i mean i feel like i don't know if this was intentionally controversial but that is something that does come to mind yeah yeah interesting people say anything to stay in the loop you know that's true according to isaiah she's usually the level-headed one right yeah that's huh. why I'm, I'm very confused and i wasn't expecting it yeah what, or at least she normally plays the level of one yeah. and like I, i've never seen the view but i feel like in film. Yeah, what, what, yeah. what exactly is the view is it just like a it's normal, like a talk it's a, show it's a talk show it's not um, that far from this if you think about okay. it yeah. it's like like a round table discussion yeah. that's worse hey. 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 I was gonna say that too. you won't get uh i mean that's bad on the morning buzz yeah. i'll make sure that at least not on this uh <laughs> on um tuesday is so good at least yeah. not on this day we're all sensible level-headed people here yeah, I think. actually, I'd hope on no days you get. Yeah, bad. Um, <laughs> it's it's not even a take; it's just being stupid. There's a difference, honestly, and it. I don't know. There's at some point where sure you can make like a a bad comment, but like please please stop. Like, there's one like, thing about making a bad comment; it's another thing to repeatedly make that. Yeah, bad comment. yeah, really. <laughs> trying to defend it. Heels, then. Yeah. Oh, yikes! I need to. Okay, I'm. Uh, just. Mouse seems like a cool book. I'm gonna say that, and I want to read it. Um, it was it was in my one. Um, I had to do an assignment. Uh, oh really? I had to do an assignment based on like part of it was history of comic books, and that was one of them talking about like political stuff. Yeah, um, no. I didn't. I didn't read it, but I saw it. Was it, Jake? You looked it up. Uh, what mouse? Yeah, I I've you know came across it and. Do you know Sorry. when it came out? If it's it new, came, or oh, out, it's older, right? It came out uh, 1980. Yep. Yeah, no, I wouldn't have thought that just because, like, I don't know, comic books. I feel like, yeah, it didn't have a huge. That's surprising to me, but yeah, no, it, that's a whole it, other topic. There's so many books that are being banned. Yeah. Side comment. But well, we can discuss. I think that it's a uh, the series of books. Oh, okay, There's, like different mm, volumes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we can definitely talk about that later. Speaking of later, later today on WMSC, we have King's Chaos right after this. If you've been listening to the Morning Buzz, you know the drill. I don't leave the station for three hours. After that is Tauber time, 12 to 1, but really, who cares? I heard King's Chaos. Hi, Mike is here. Hi, Mike. Uh, we got tunes on Give Tuesday, two to three. Off the rails, three to four. <laughs> it's a zillennial life, four to five. I believe tunes on Tuesday again, five to six, right, Nemo? It is uh, five to six. Thank you. <laughs> the Metal Teddy Bear Experience from seven to 10 and the late night show, 10 to 11. That's about all I have to say on that. 
we will have my guest, or at this point, co-host joining me again, Madi Zuniga, Mike Foley, and Emo McCormack, because we don't have anything better to do on Tuesday. Yeah, okay. I mean, I could do. I, I, I could. Groceries. Yeah, there's things I could do on Tuesday. I, I, but will I? Because I? I know I'm messing with Kyle. I don't know if you're messing with Kyle. <laughs> no. <laughs> like I'm kind I mean, of yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we'll be back after this break, and when we come back, remember that Ask WMSC thing we did last week, guys. Oh gosh, we have yes. an Am I in the wrong? Hey yo, I am wrong. Oh boy. Probably. Just want something. Oh, no. Stay tuned oh, for that. No. Let me ask you all this. Am I in the wrong? Yes. If Probably. I am a 30-year-old white man and my girlfriend is a 27-year-old Indian woman. We live together in North Carolina. My girlfriend loves to cook. She told me so on our first date. However, I'm not the biggest fan of Indian food. I find that a lot of spices used in Indian food irritate my stomach and then I have a very low tolerance for hot and spicy foods. She never had an issue with this and never forced me to eat anything I didn't want to. In fact, whenever I stayed over, she made me things like pancakes and French toast, and they were incredible. She's a very good cook. Two weeks ago, we moved in together. Our place has a large, fully equipped kitchen, and my girlfriend was ecstatic about all the things she can do. I was happy to see her so happy. However, in our excitement, I didn't realize how our food preferences can actually become a problem. You see, I didn't realize that she cooks and eats a lot of Indian food, like all the time. For the past year, whenever she spent time at each, whenever we spent time at each other's apartments, she always made things like ramen, pasta, lasagna, tacos, soups, grilled cheese, and of the sort. I figured that this is what she just normally ate. I have a few Indian American friends, and they've told me they don't exclusively eat Indian food at home, so I thought the same thing for her. Yesterday, however, she was super excited to show me something and dragged me into the kitchen. There, she unveiled a whole drawer of spices. We're talking 20 to 30 different types of whole, crushed, and powdered spices, neatly stored in glass bottles and labeled. I asked why she needed so many spices, and she replied, to cook Indian food, silly. I told her that I didn't like, the, like Indian food, and she told me not to worry. She wouldn't force me to eat anything. That's just for her meals. And then she said she made separate meals for me. I asked if she could simply not cook Indian food in the house at all, because the smell is so pungent, and if she could just cook regular food instead. She told me that Indian food is regular food to her, and I'm going to have to get used to it. I insisted, and she said she'll only consider giving up Indian food if I give up cooking meat in the home. She's vegetarian because she doesn't like the smell of meat being cooked. I told her that's unfair because she never objected when I cooked with meat at my apartment. She told me she's only demanding I give it up because I'm doing the same thing to her. I got quite mad and told her she was being extremely unreasonable as I need meat. I work out a lot and I need the protein. <laughs> But she doesn't need to eat Indian food all the time, and she can order takeout if she craves it. She told me that restaurants are not very good where we live, and it's unhealthy to eat takeout every day. We end up arguing for a while, and we're not, and now we're not talking to each other. Aww. Keep in mind, this is not me. Yes, <laughs> I'm no. reading Kyle, something else. I'm not the third world white male. <laughs> also, I mean, the most unbelievable part of that story is if it was me, I would have a girlfriend, which is simply not true. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> discuss. I think there's a pretty easy answer here. Uh, yeah, no, this dude's in the wrong. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also, I just like, I don't know. Don't get me wrong. I am like, I'm not a vegetarian myself, but I just, I feel like 
I don't know. I think it's funny. It was like, I need meat. <laughs> I work out like I need the protein. <laughs> I need protein powder. <laughs> Tofu. What is this? Well, yeah, know. that's a good point. I didn't even think of like protein powder. Like, I don't know. I, I feel like that's a bad, but I don't know. I like, I, said, I, I, I think this guy immediately lost credibility when he's like, can you just eat regular food? Yeah, instead? that was yeah. the real time. That was like, I, that. But can you I eat normal my, people? I poked, I poked my head up a little for that. I was I, like, that has yeah. vibes to it. I yeah, that it. is some vibe. I was, I don't know. That yeah, seems, this guy's definitely in the wrong. Mm-hmm. That seems this so because uh, and his his whole point was, um, that she could just order takeout if she wanted to, but he could do the same thing <laughs> yeah, if he wanted to. Exactly. Burger. I, if, he, if he wants, if he wants whatever. And there's more, there's probably more places too, yeah. to get a burger oh, yeah. around. Yeah, exactly. Here's my I mean, thing. He had some credibility. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Your body is not equipped to handle the taste or smell of food. Yeah. Of Indian mm-hmm. food. I get that. There are certain smells that make me sick to my stomach. But yeah, I do have to say, like, I don't know. You could have. Can I just be a bit of a bully and say Go for that? It kind of soft like i don't know get used to it i don't know <laughs> no that, that's that mean like, i know no, i know it, that's wrong but it, it, it would take a know. lot to get used to it especially the smell mm-hmm. yeah but i, I think know. that's it is a just very something smell, but i don't know i feel like you have to just be willing or even just have like a, a genuine conversation about it and yeah this guy honestly i had a moment of like oh he's he's fine i guess he has a good point that's just not something that he's interested in and i guess he was kind of like shook to find out like, I guess it's reasonable to not understand that that was her diet, but to say, like, cook regular food yeah, instead and then I, demand I, that after he makes all of these demands that she has to adapt to his diet and he can adapt to hers really is frustrating. Yeah. I, I think the only solution here is they just both wear gas masks around the house constantly. So she doesn't have to smell the meat. He doesn't have to smell the Indian food. Get, I don't know. Only solution. I if they ever talk to each the other. Whole man. I feel like that's like the thing. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you're good. Just remove the whole man. <laughs> oh yeah, just I think break that's up what happened. Um, I mean that'd be a happy ending, but um, <laughs> but also like just get used to it. Like especially if you're not eating it and you just have to live with yeah. like the smell. Mm-hmm. Like isn't that like a thing that people say about houses that nobody knows what a house smells like, but people who don't live there. Yeah, yeah. You get oh, used yeah. to it. Exactly. You know, that's exactly. a thing that happens in your brain. And when you Honestly. stay in a space for a really long time, you yeah, get you, your brain adapts to whatever smells and you don't smell anymore. Okay. So it's really, a non-issue. Like, if you really love someone, you'd be willing to do yeah. something mm-hmm. like that too. Mm-hmm. So that really makes me, no no offense, but like, you know, question their relationship. Oh, that's mm-hmm. right. Also, Indian food is not bad. No. Not. It, not at all. I, I, I rather enjoy the, like, the spices and everything that go in it. I, it's really good. I like it. But that's my opinion. Like I said, I'm not this 30 year old white male. Patty, actually. All right. Patty. Yeah. <laughs> well, that is going to bring us to the end of the morning buzz yeah. here on Tuesday, February 1st, 2022. Happy it February, is... everybody. Woo! Sorry. Yes. No. We yes. Happy February. It's a new month. We made yeah. it. It is nine o'clock here on 90.3 WMSC Upper Montclair. I have been and always will be Kyle Pepitone, I think, unless some that might be subject to change. Let's, let's evil twin. Twin. Joined with my co-host, Ooh. Jacob Getz, newscaster Aiden Iver, sportscaster Tanner Price, yeah. and segment host Emily McCormack. Ooh. Everybody, have a great day.
The Morning Buzz will be back tomorrow. And up next is King's Chaos. Bye.